Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of EBH Media. Today we got a really special guest, Raheem Solomon. Thank you for being here, man. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Recently committed to Sacred Heart University. Congrats, man. I know you've been waiting this past season to compete. So how does it feel to go back to Connecticut? Uh, you know, it feels very wonderful going back home. I'm able to see a lot of my friends and family. Yeah, especially because I also know that you attended Sacred Heart High School, which must that must be a special feeling for sure. Do you, did you play did you play high school basketball there as well? Yeah, I played high school basketball there too. I had a um, wonderful, you know, high school career there, but sadly, the school ended up um, shutting down, like I think two years ago. So being able to um, go back home and play for Sacred Heart, well, the name also is a good thing, you know, because I had a a good history with it back in high school. But like I said before, I have the opportunity to have a lot of my friends and family to come. And then, you know, next year will be my senior year on the floor. So I get to have a lot of those those people come and, you know, visit on my senior year. That's great. I As I told you via message, like a couple of weeks ago, I saw that you joined the transfer portal to kind of look for schools for next year. Uh, luckily, yeah. just... A few weeks into it, you got to commit to Sacred Heart, which is amazing. How would you compare the process of trying to go to a school for out of high school and then the process of transferring, which I assume it could be like perhaps similar but different at the same time? I don't know if you could break down a little bit how that was for you. Uh, so it's it's not too different. It's the It's pretty much the same. In high school, you know, whatever you know, division you end up going or whoever recruits you is where you go. But if you have a wonderful year and, you know, in college, you decide to transfer, it's a it's a whole nother recruiting process that starts all over. So you can have schools that you always wanted that you was younger that you didn't have. So okay. it's, it's, it's a good feeling. It's a, definitely a good feeling. Nice. Uh, it, it also makes you feel wanted, you know, which I think that is, yeah. is what everyone wants at the end of the day. So mm -hmm. that, go to somewhere where you feel wanted by the coaches, by the teammates, and just by the environment in general, which is great. Yeah, that, that feels good, you know, because sometimes when you, you know, you could be at a program, any, any program, and it could be good. And then just have an opportunity to go on a transfer portal and talking to more coaches and being able to meet the team, it brings like, you know, joy those you know yeah definitely uh you were looking at other schools we won't mention any specifics here but i mean i think it's safe to say that they were kind of far away from connecticut so yeah. what was the <laughs> ultimate factor that made you want to return to shu was it just the fact that you were going to be home yeah you know um other schools i looked at them hard too but it was just gonna be too far for having some of my family members come through and watch majority of my games that I didn't have up here in Niagara also. So, and like I said, it was my senior year. So I, I want a lot of my friends and family to be able to watch my games. So coming home is, it makes it a little bit easier for them to come up and show have a little bit of joy with it. For sure. Uh, three years at Niagara, your sophomore and junior year, you recorded back-to-back -back season high in points. What are some of your biggest takeaways from your time with the Purple Eagles these past three years? Uh, just building, building a um, friendship and having teammates as family. You know, from a um, kid at 
you know, Connecticut, six hours away. You don't you don't really have too much family and friends around, so you build a, a really strong bond with players and coaches that end up being your family that's here. So it works out perfectly. And, you know, in the, um, in the playoffs for the last two or three years, you know, the family that you build, you just – it always comes to the end that you want to win the championship. So <clears> – <throat> For sure. I mean, let's talk a little bit uh, before we continue a little bit more with your career. Let's talk uh, about the conference that Niagara plays in, which is the Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference, which I mean, this year was proven that it is a really tough conference. St. Peter's making a run uh, in the NCAA tournament. Rick Pitino coaching Iona this year going to the NIT and last year to NCAAs. So what was the, what was that environment and just the level of competition that makes the max so high, especially not especially like this year and the past years? Uh, what makes the Mac very interesting is that um, whether you you won't find a team that you win two in a row easily. It is usually a one and one. Everybody competes at a high level. Everybody just wants to win and be the best. Like. That's the main thing. Everybody want to be the best in the conference. And nobody's giving any buys. Day in day, everybody works hard. <clears throat> yeah. On and off the court, the better their team. So Definitely. And as a player, how tough was it for you to compete in this conference if you care to talk a little bit about some of the quality players that compete there as well? Uh... I was I actually I was actually checking that Doug Ethert, I think is his name, the guy from St. Peter's, that he just committed yeah. he just committed to Bryant and mm-hmm. that he came to Niagara University like three times prior to his run in the tournament. I think you, you played against him behind closed doors during the COVID year. So how was that yeah. experience? Just competing against him and then seeing his progress to what he became this year, which was like a national sensation. Uh, it was good for him, you know. He just kept on playing. He did what he did. He didn't do anything that he didn't he didn't do. He was comfortable. He just did what he did. That's all, all I have to say. He didn't do it. Nice. nothing crazy, but he had fun with it. That's all I have to say. <clears throat> nice. Uh, you were selected to the 2021 MAC All Championship team. You averaged 19 <laughs> points in that semifinal run with Niagara. How much fun was it for you to be competing at the best level in the conference and also feeling comfortable in that environment? Well, it was really fun. Um, you know, my team, team, the team was behind me. Everybody was pushing me, you know, just to play hard. And I was competing with them, too. We was all competing just to push each other hard because we always go in there to um, win a championship, nothing else. It was, it was either one and done and nobody wanted to lose because losing, you know, that's a, that's a bad feeling. We just wanted to be on top and be winners. And I was just trying to do my best to help the team. Definitely. That, that's great, man. You also played one one season, if I'm not mistaken, or two. You you can correct me if I'm wrong, under Coach Greg. It was two. Okay, two seasons under Coach Greg Polos. Uh, how was that opportunity for you to learn from him? And what direction do you feel the program is going? Because if I'm not mistaken, he also won like the National for, national Coach of the Year for in there for for every rookie coach or something like that. So how was that for you? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was good. Um, it was good playing under him and stuff like that. Especially when we had a whole bunch of um, changes with our coaches and stuff. And with the program, uh, I'm not too sure how the program would go, but I'm pretty sure the program would go well. Um, a lot of players left, so it's a whole new program. So 
Yeah, that exactly. I mean, Jordan Sintron going pro after his final year. Marcus getting yeah. offers from multiple great programs. So it, it's great yeah. to see. It's great to see for sure as well. Definitely. Yeah, we we had an older team, so. Yeah, and this past season you redshirted, but prior that you played during the COVID season. Uh, no fans mm -hmm. in the stands, as we were mentioning earlier. So because of the mandates and things like that. So what was that experience like for you? Uh, it was. It was very interesting. It almost felt like practice when, when we were um, warming up. But once you got on the court, you did not you did not notice that there was no no fans in the stands because they had background noises of like fans. So it almost felt like the fans were there and they had the posters. But once you get to start playing, you forget all about that because you know once you get on the court, you're you're just there to compete, win the game. That's all we we were focused on. But it was really, it was very shocking, though. Yeah, for for sure. And I, what do you think about the energy in college basketball and just collegiate sports in general? Because I feel like it's super important, and it's also really hard, you know, to bring up, bring it up, the energy to every single game for a twenty game season. I suppose like mm -hmm. that that has to carry a load on on all the players, right? Yeah, it's 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 nothing like high school. It's high school. You know, you have certain coaches that's teachers and stuff, and that's just there just to help. But once you get into college, it's like another level. Everybody has to be almost perfect on the court because everybody want to win. So, <clears throat> so that helps in a, a good way to for everybody to compete with each other when it's practice time to to better each other, just to move on and not fall back. Because the one thing about that is that you don't want to fall back. Four years in college, it goes by very fast. Almost feel like it's um two years. I could look at it now. I feel like I'm back to my freshman year almost. So. Yeah, definitely. And this past season, for all of those who don't know you, as I previously mentioned, you redshirted. Uh, you focus <clears throat> more on academics. How was this year for you? Just being away from the game for a couple of months and trying just to focus in school. And also, if you care to share, I don't know if you were also practicing alone or what. What were you up to while while the season was happening? Uh, when the season were happening, um, you know, it was, it was, it was hard. I mean, I always did it during the um, school year, played basketball my whole life. So sitting, other than my junior year, my junior year ended up having, having to get supposedly hurt in high school. So it fell back and I had to focus a lot on my schoolwork. So, I mean, being able to do that this year for the basketball season, it kind of helped in a way because now I'm a little bit ahead in my schoolwork and stuff like that. So it, it worked It worked out good, but it, being away from the game, it sucked. I had to work out by myself. Or if there was any players that came home after games and they had a break, we would work out sometimes, such as like Marcus and stuff like that. Marcus, Taj, Julian, stuff like that. We were going to the gym, put up some shots. That's great, man. So this is la, the final question of the podcast episode. Um, I was just wanted to ask you about what are you, some of your biggest expectations or goals for this upcoming year with Sacred Heart? And I don't know if you would like to give a message to the Niagara family, basically, for the past four years and how you're now mm -hmm. starting a new journey. Uh, it's a big shout out to Niagara, you know. Um, they're one of the people that recruited me. I ended up coming here. For my four years, they helped me out a lot. Teachers, coaches, players helped me, you know, better myself, become a man as years went on. So I'm really excited about that. And I want to say thank you to all of them. 
and everybody that helped me out. Um, being able to, um, you know, move on. So now I'm in a new journey of my life, going to Sacred Heart. And my goal is now is to um, be the best player that I can, you know, be able to win a championship. That's my main goal. Go over there, do what I can, win a championship. And, you know, and stay on top of my own, still stay on top of my own schoolwork. That's always going to be there. So, yeah, definitely. I know that you're also focused really into media, right? Sports media. Yeah. Is that, is that something you mm -hmm. would like to do in the future as well? Yes. That's something I would like to do. That's awesome, man. That's great. Uh, well, that's all I got for you today, Raheem. Thank you so much for taking the time, man. I truly appreciate you. I know you're kind of busy right now with homework and, and things like that, but I appreciate you taking the time, man. Thank you for having me up here. I appreciate it.